Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. So there is something that I wanted to share with you, which is heartwarming, I suppose, um, even though it's, it's, it's not something that's ideal. I mean, I think, you know, the fact that people are going hungry has, has really been a big problem. And I think it's uh, this COVID-19 has exposed so much that is happening um, in our communities. In fact, I heard a story the other day. I was telling my colleagues um, of a gentleman with two children uh, who said they hadn't eaten for three days. And um, on the third day, it was just too much for the for, for for the for the children to bear the hunger, and they were just crying to no end, crying in the evening. And what he did was to go um, to the stove and boil some water in a pot, pretending to be cooking. Pretending to be cooking, he had nothing in the pot; it was just water, and the children believed it and eventually fell asleep. That I think for me was just such a such a difficult story to hear, uh, but it was flagging what we already know that a lot of people are suffering at the moment, and there just isn't enough food to go around. Forget about money; there just isn't enough food to go around. So, when I saw this, I thought it's something to highlight. We have got a community of churches that have come together, and they've pledged to assist in feeding communities um, for a short while and, and do their own little bit. We know that uh, not everybody is receiving um, the 350, and even that can only go for you know for a number of days, not much. It's not feeding families for uh, for a whole month. Um, but there's just this this massive massive need um, that I think needs to be addressed. So. Um, it's called um, Hope Vouchers. It's, it's a group of KZN churches that have come together and they've come together with uh, Hope Vouchers. They'll tell us what that's all about. Bishop Nati Zondi, leader of the uh, True Vine Community Churches, is on the line with us to just discuss the need, number one, and, and how they're helping people. Thank you so much, Bishop, for, for making the time to talk to us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. As a church and as church leaders, you often get people who are hungry. You often have soup kitchens. So this is not new. But I'm getting the feeling that what is happening now is unprecedented. Tell me about that. Yeah, I say most certainly. Uh, you know, it started when we we were sensing that uh, the country was going towards a lockdown. Mm. And it became clear to us that uh, uh, due to the pandemic, we are going to face this challenge of food security uh, in families and in communities. That's the time when we, as a group of churches, as a, a broad and inclusive coalition of churches, Christian associations, ecumenical networks, and ministers fraternals in the entire province of KwaZulu-Natal, we got together and started a campaign which we call KZN COVID-19 churches respond, especially that broad coalition of churches. Okay. And so from the time the lockdown started, we then started organizing ourselves around five pillars. One of them is relief. This is where we started distributing food parcels into poor communities and looking after families that are vulnerable. Mm -hmm. At the time, we were distributing what we called a food bucket. Uh, to vulnerable people uh, right throughout the province, utilizing local ecumenical action networks, which are a group of leaders and churches in the, in the different communities. Mm. 
And so we, we have been doing that since um, March, and we continue to do that even now. Mm. But I must also add that uh, we then started changing focusing now on giving vouchers instead of the food buckets. Yes. And, and the reasons why, for that were, were quite simple. The first one we, is that we realized that when we give vouchers, we offer uh, support and relief at the same time protecting people's dignity. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it was important to us as a church that as we help people, we still leave them with their dignity mm-hmm. still intact. Mm-hmm. And, and secondly, we also saw that when we give people vouchers, it also supports the local uh, local uh, economy mm. in, in their community mm. because then they can utilize their money, uh, you know, their, their vouchers to purchase items in their local stores as well as the spaza shops, you know, so that we, we bring relief without destroying the local economy. The, the, the vouchers are not specific to a, a, a food chain? Well, we do have some of the a food chain stores mm. that are part of our uh, hope voucher system, but we've also, uh, uh, you know, opened it up to local stores as well as some of the uh, of the spaza shops. So in that way, we allow the we give the recipients a choice, okay. you know, options. I see. Instead of limiting them to only one chain store. No. And also, I mean, you're giving them choice of what they like. You have families that have got allergies, and we don't know. We never consider that with the poor. Mm. We always think the poor will will eat exactly what you give them. That's not true. That that is so. That is so true. That is so true. What we also found is that sometimes when you give a food item, you are not sure if that's what they like. Mm. You're not sure if that's what they like, and also if they get somebody else assisting mm-hmm. you may be giving them what they already have exactly you know whereas when we give a voucher you give them choice in another words you give them the power of choice mm-hmm. they can decide but also you also you know enable them to you know to to make decisions mm-hmm. the decision making mm-hmm. rests with them mm-hmm. rather than you it comes back to that, that thing of dignity that you're talking about that we don't think much of, uh, but it goes a long way. Uh, Bishop, let, let's talk about how, how big the program is and how many people are you reaching? Well, we, we have a footprint across the entire province hmm. because we work with the different denominations, uh, different uh, churches, independent churches, as well as NGOs. Quite a number of NGOs that are part of the pro- project, and we are convened by the Guazulu Natal Christian Council, which is KZNCC, mm. which is also part of FACC. So it's quite a, it's quite a, 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 an extensive network. In fact, I must say that uh, by the time we, you know, we started moving towards vouchers, mm-hmm. we had already distributed uh, food buckets uh, to all over all over the province. To more, more than uh, thirty thousand households, and 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 that's 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 the extensive work that the churches have been doing. But we are now focusing more on getting more support towards the voucher system, yes. as it, it, as you said earlier. It enables us to give help, 
but protect people's dignity at the same time. There's been talk about not being able to reach the right people, which I'm not sure is is quite uh, fair. But I know that churches have got a really good, solid database and a network of knowing who actually needs the help. How are you targeting the people that need help? How do you identify who needs help? Well, well, our our response is, is, is actually based around activating local ministers fraternals as well as the local ecumenical action network, which which have been very very useful because they are on the ground. Mm-hmm. They work with the various communities as well as families in the different communities. They know the immediate needs of their local neighbourhoods, and so in that way, it's more bottom up than yeah. top down. It, it, it helps us identify the real vulnerable uh, individuals and families in the communities. So that's how, in that way, we've been able to sort of like direct help mm-hmm. to people that need it the most. Are the people you're helping getting grants? Is this a supplement or are you helping people that have just not been able to get assistance at all, who, who, who are not counted by anybody? In, in our experience, it's a mixed, it's a mixed, it's a bit of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we find that mostly these are people who may either be in the queue still struggling to get assistance through the grant system, mm-hmm. but others you'll find people that are in the grant system and are enable, and are facing some challenges, mm. you know. And so we become, you know, their next uh, yes. help, yes. source of help, you know, as it were. You know, so it's a mix. Of, it's a mix. It's a mix. It's a bit of both. But I must say that uh, a lot of the people, as well, are people that have already been in our system. Mm-hmm. You know, as I said earlier, we work with uh, a group of NGOs that are, have been active already, uh, uh, providing relief in the different communities. These are these are mostly Christian-based NGOs. Yes. And so they already have uh, in their database people yes. that are, are part of their uh, recipients. But we you. also then opened it up mm-hmm. to other people that have not been part of their databases, sure. uh, so that who have been affected by by the pandemic mm-hmm. and the lockdown, as it were. Bishop Natizondi, thank you so much for, take, for talking to us. Uh, after the, the, the news, I'm going to give people details who want to assist and who can maybe lend a hand with your initiative. I think it's absolutely wonderful. And I'm going to have to leave it there. That is the leader of the True Vine Community Church. And they have come together as a, as a collective of churches to try and feed hungry families. I think this is absolutely fantastic. If you're interested in assisting, I'll give you those details after the news. It's just gone 2 o'clock. Let me go to Amanda Machaka for the very latest.